Hello and welcome to the 6++ Plus Show, a podcast for your wargaming and 40k needs. Hobby talk, tactics, tournament reports, lore and much more. We have it all. Please welcome your host for the evening, Tom. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and Tetras to that 6++ show. I am your host, Tom, and I'm joined tonight by a whole cast of wonderful people to talk about an event that's coming up this weekend. We are talking Saffron Slam Teams. Mm. Very excited. We've been looking forward to this for ages. Chris in with the early soundboard. He loves oh, yeah. it. He loves an early soundboard. Um, welcome to everybody in the chat. If you are uh, coming to Saffron Santines, please do pipe up and let us know that you're coming. We're really excited to meet you all. Um, Lewis is going to take over in a minute and take you through it because we're actually going to do the pairings for this team's event live on air. It's like a sort of good FIFA pairing where we've already paid Lewis. He's going to make sure we get kind draws. So we're going to proceed on that basis like all good sporting competitions should. Uh, before we dive into that, I'm just going to briefly introduce the cast of players, and I'm going to start where I always start with my dear leader, Chris. Chris, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm very good. It's a busy week, but it's a good week. I am excited to try and speedily build and paint multiple Sagittals. In a <laughs> so, just to clarify, is your list not actually built yet for Saturday? Well, no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. So it's a tournament player thing. It's because I had I had hobby time on the weekend, and I quite selfishly I was looking at the bits I'd already built and painted. I was like, I want to just make these prettier. I want to have like pretty Hearthguard and make the characters prettier. And I used my time for that. Whether that was the right call, I will let you know in a couple of days. I'll find out. But uh, it was fun to do, and I think it's nice for the Hearthguard to look good as they waddle around. Um, have you done any hobby yourself for this? I have. I have painted ten Wraith Guard. Yeah, you have. Um, nice. I painted a spirit seer, and I painted five more swooping hawks. Now, all in the list for the weekend. And is it all ready now? It is fully ready, apart from I, I do have the blue back on um, the Incarn sword, because that's full enough, oh, which is less than ideal. Yeah, um, good. But yeah, already, it's the first time I've had to paint Eldar for an event for quite a while, actually, mm. which has distracted me from the Grey Knights, so that's that's yes. nice. Uh, they'll get their time. They're, they're next. They're up on the shopping lot. <laughs> yeah, already. Sweet. I'm also joined by John Scrivo. John Scrivo. He's mostly Scrivo on this channel. You know who he is. How are you doing, John? Yeah, really good. Really good. Um, totally not painting stuff for the weekend. So as soon as we're done, I'm not going to be painting I've seen your dreadnoughts. List I know exactly what you still need to do. Yeah. <laughs> is it two ballistic dreadnoughts? It, it may be. It may be. John, I was like, oh, they're new. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but they, they were kind of built ready, so it wasn't, it's not too much for a stretch, but it's painting them white, which is probably the most self-harm you could do. How to is that kit right? to build? Because it's, it's in the box, right? So it should be straightforward. Is it a quite push? Ten parts, I think. Oh, lovely. Okay. I didn't even use cool. the instructions for the second one. So it's it's yeah. backwards. Perfect. <laughs> Legs on his head. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll come back to you because obviously we'll talk about um, Legion and the team prep and all that stuff a little bit later. But I'm also joined, of course, by the wonderful Ed. Ed, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Excellent. Have you had to prepare anything for this, or are you good to go? Yeah, so I, uh, over the weekend, obviously, a few of the show know I've been playing some Magic. Uh, yes. My partner, and uh, I went and played her first Commander game. Uh, this oh. is relevant, and this definitely <laughs> was 
it was purely, you know, purely business. Uh, the guy I was playing with is loaning me three carnivores. So uh, <laughs> nice, no, I had nice. to had to go and uh, and pick those up. And, you know, while we were there, we were like, oh, I guess we'll, we'll play a bit of, bit of magic. But yeah, nice, no, I nice. I feel like I understand the Eldar match now. I've got a bit of practice into it and uh, that's good. We can throw me on the Eldar sword. And uh, turns out, gonna... turns out I've got a lot of body armor. So <laughs> I'm looking on the forward Eldar to sword, it. And it'll break yeah. and Chris will to glue it back on. That's how, that's how the Eldar sword works. So. Absolutely. Um, okay, well, I'm looking forward to playing with you. We've obviously been chatting a bit good about stuff. teams already. Not a ton, but a bit. And um, it's going to be a really fun weekend. Okay, without further ado, I think it's time to let Lewis take things away and take control. Oh, I thought you were going to introduce me there. I can introduce <laughs> you as well, if you like. Lewis, who are you? What are you? What are you about? I don't know what I am. I'm not sure. That's a question many have asked and no one wow. has yet got to a solution. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Defined by You'll get your position. turn there. Don't worry. Have you had to prep much for this? Uh, I, I well, I have not <laughs> built the trophies yet, so uh, oh. I have I have five mm. trophies to build. Um, those of you who came to EA Slam will know the really awesome Space Marine trophies that we got. Um, because I'm a Tyranid main now, I yes. um, yeah, I've got some Swarm Lord trophies. It. So oh. I've got five Swarm Lords to build. Um, That's extremely big cool. resin bust Swarm Lords for the for the winning team. So they're going to look amazing. Um, I haven't got them out of the box yet, so I'm hoping none of the resin is warped. But yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> And you, That's you, super cool. I'm sure it'll be alright. Resin famously always stays. <laughs> exactly how it was. When like we Tetras, it. as we opened with the, the, all the Tetras I've seen and the shapes they have been so in many. in recent times. Um, <laughs> they truly are a very varied vehicle. Uh, I'm going to quickly shout out people in the comments, and then we can we can move into it. it seems like there's a bunch of you here. That's lovely. So, Sindri's got a great start. Plus for the plus gods, three twos <laughs> for the three two throne. I love that. I absolutely love that. That's a that battle needs to be cry somewhere we can get behind. <laughs> How many of the six across teams will 3-2 at the team's event? Have your say in the comments. Um, Harley says, which 6++ plus plus team will I face first? Um, well, we'll just check our notes because we have a read. Yeah, yeah. I think already, <laughs> we've already sorted you out, I think, Harley. We've obviously paid the refs at this point, so whichever one we want. Um, Gustav Conradi says, a rematch for last seven months. Oh, he's teased chatting to Harley. Harley and Gustav are having a bit of bit of one-upmanship in the chat. VT Bridge says, hi guys, hello VT Bridge, nice to have you here. wonder who that is. Um, and Finn Marcus, who I think I've played at the last Saffron, says, do we get a cool spoon trophy to take home for the teams? Nah, you're going to be fine, Finn. You're going to be taking that Swarm Lord home, don't you worry, go get it. Um, okay, wonderful. With that said, Lewis, I guess maybe tell people, for those that aren't going to this event, as I'm sure some of our listeners aren't going to this event, um, what Saffron Slam Teams is, and then talk us through what the process is going to be tonight. Excellent. So, um, I am going to do some screen sharing, which is going to be excellent for our podcast <laughs> listeners. Oh, um, nice. So, uh, let me do that first. I don't know whilst I'm doing that, Chris, have you got a plus roundup you want to do? That's I not a bad sure shout, do. Because we are good Ooh. at self-promotion, possibly. Well, I'm going to mess around with the tech yeah, yeah, whilst Chris is doing Chris that. I'm going to try and do that whilst also paying attention to what Lewis is doing, because I need to be paying attention to what he's doing to put it on the screen. So this can only go well. But yeah, we've um, recently set ourselves a goal. No longer will our plus roundups be quiet. And now we are firing out all the content. So currently, um, Scrivo and Ed are doing a Cracking the Codex series all on um, Space Marines, and they're looking at a kind of a detachment uh, time. Um, and they have just done the Firestorm Assault Detachment. 
um, which was a thoroughly enjoyable um, view. We've also got Scrivo doing a brand new series all about the WTC. For those who don't know, Scrivo is part of um, Team Wales and a coach there. And he's going to be doing lots of videos kind of over the course of the year, um, kind of breaking down what's going on with the WTC, demystifying it, so to speak, talking through all the different processes, etc. I think it's going to be really interesting. He's like nailed the presentation. It's Scrivo versus the world. It's extremely uh, cool. It, it looks awesome, and they're really short videos. So the first one we put as early release on Patreon. Um, it's now out. So if you have any sort of interest in WTC or want to start to learn about it, check that out. It's only 3 minutes 47 seconds long. Um, in terms of live stuff, um, we have had the second episode yesterday of Rock and Stone. Rock and Stone. Is, um, Tom running a Votan podcast because he is of course a votan main yeah that's 100 true and he's joined by some guy called jake who yeah. plays for some team called vanguard he's quite handsome and he has interesting ideas about how to pronounce the names of votan. <laughs> <laughs> i think every podcast needs one of those yeah. gets I, it I, right. I absolutely love him i absolutely hey. love him for that the comments don't I uh, engagement, <laughs> video engagement will be like 200% of what it would be because everyone's like, exactly. no, you've got to say it like I'm, this. Yeah, I'm seriously considering starting to say it all the way he says it just to see and then maybe James the episode after and we'll all just gradually all just eventually nice. yeah. all be saying it like and just see how the fan base deals with mm, Votan. <laughs> or you, or you, you need to overpronounce the H in Carl. Yes, Carl. Um, <laughs> and we, in terms of stuff coming up, um, we've got another matchup plus plus. Um, so last time we spoke about Eldari, Chaos Space Marines, and the Zavotan, and spoke about kind of like the um, what the traditional lists are that we're seeing and how to counter them. Um, and this one coming up, I think it's Thursday. Have we agreed? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's right. Yeah, Thursday, and it's going to be Tau, Chaos Knights, and Stonies. Just those. As no, requested by the chat or by the comments, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So we're gonna go through those. Um and yeah, it's just it's just content, content, content. So yeah, if you haven't already, give us a like, give us a subscribe. We do, you'll see a link in um the the description we do have an affiliate page with a company called composite games and um, they offer you 20 percent off and if you use the code plus in capital letters you get an additional five percent off so you get 25 percent off your warhams and on top of that we then get a little bit of commission from that and then of course we do have a patreon we so do. if you want to get early access we've got extra shows that will be coming out there or if you want to achieve the three two dream slash maybe occasionally a four one um we do have um coaching clients already where we um where we kind of you know we build you up kind of we we have like a portfolio for you and then we it's all about teaching you how to get better at the game rather than learning this um, particular skills right it's about how can you learn to reflect better at the game that's kind of you know we've got enough teachers in our team to know how to do that so yeah, that's really interesting do. check out our patreon which is also in the link below yeah massive thank you to everybody who signed up really, really appreciate it wonderful okay how much are super chat bribes for lewis before he does the pairings if you put huge super chats in here you will get a pairing that you like <laughs> 
<laughs> not a legally binding oh, commander. Am I, am, I, am I allowed to do that? I'm probably not allowed to do that. <laughs> well, I was going to say it. Um, but, uh, <laughs> the Mechanicus in the chat has jumped the gun ever so slightly. Uh, yeah. Super chats are accepted for favourable pairings. Excellent. <laughs> uh, anyway. But the do super chat would appreciate it, but no, unfortunately, it will not generate you a favourable pairing because uh, I work. need to I need to maintain some competitive integrity to this event because yeah, it's something. a very serious event that we're all they taking very seriously. There's nothing more shark tanky than Sapper. <laughs> right, Lewis, how are we looking? I've I've hit the share button, Chris. I believe there's something you have to do with your end. Oh, don't you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is now on screen, but I've got to press transition first, and then it happens. There you go. Look at this. Whoa, look at that. We have wow. some graphs. I would explain this for our podcast listeners, because I listen to this show mostly on podcast form, and I would find myself very frustrated if I listened to it and someone said all this cool thing that they could look at. But here we are, ladies and gentlemen. Saffron Slam Teams Tournament is approaching this Saturday and Sunday. Ten teams... 50 players, 18 different factions, all yeah. descending on Essex to see which team oh. will get oh, yeah. Essex is great, <laughs> shit off. <laughs> which team will emerge victorious? Now, I have two graphs I want to go through before we get started. So basically, what I'm going to do is I will give a little bit of background on some of the factions and uh, that we've got represented, because I think we've got a really, really good mix. Um, give some information on all the teams that are attending. We've only got 10 teams, so it won't take me too long. I basically just want to take the piss out of as many players that are attending as possible <laughs> in the hope that they never return. Um, and then we shall go through the first round pairings. So what I'm going to do, we'll start with the three six plus plus teams oh. here, and we'll ask the team captains or a nominated representative to pick the round one pairing for the six plus plus team. Um, they don't know who they're going to choose. Um, I have randomly assigned numbers to the remaining seven oh. teams, which the team captain will choose, and that will determine who they get to play first. So we do have last minute opportunities for bribes, but hopefully uh, <laughs> we shall pair the, uh, the six plus plus teams war masters team quickly as possible and get that loss out of the way round one um, <laughs> for war masters that is yeah. For yeah. War yes i didn't specify who i failed to specify absolutely uh, i'm confident they will definitely let us smash and grab them twice they seem like the kind of team that would do that <laughs> but no so we should be good we've got so we have three six plus plus teams we have which obviously you know and love from listening to this channel. We're all going to do very, very well. We also have two teams from 4TK Gaming in Colchester. Um, we then have uh, Sons of War team from Cambridge, the Grim Dark Garage, which has to be the best team name I've ever come across. War Masters team, aforementioned. The Saffron Slammers, who are clearly going to win this event, hands down. And ECL, who's a team I have, do not recognise. Does anyone else on the call recognise the ECL team? I've played against... Um, one of their players before. Who's a cool. lovely I recognise a few of the player names. Um, but yes, so we have, as I said, as I said at the start, we have 18 different factions represented. 20 factions if you break out all the individual space marines. Which out of the 22, 23 factions, or how many there is in the game now, I lose count depending on if you're doing Agents of Imperium or not. I think it's quite a good balance, wouldn't you agree? Oh, yeah, it's a good-looking pie chart, isn't it? It's a good-looking pie chart. Lots of colours. Um, basically. Uh, the, as I think we would expect in teams tournaments at the moment, Eldari feature very heavily. They're the most represented team. Six out of ten teams are bringing Eldari. Um, I don't think there's any surprises there. 
um, they are closely followed by the Chaos Space Marines with five different five different teams representing a, a space a Chaos Marine list, and then we have Necrons in third place, which I thought was a little bit interesting. I know they're supposedly quite good, but most people seem to be able to kill Necrons now, don't they? It's a decision we are massively regretting right now. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I think I think um, they spoke about it on an Into the Matrix podcast. They're kind of if you're playing eight man teams, Necrons probably have a space. Yeah, but when you're playing kind of like four or five man teams, most they're just going to be really hard to pair with, and we've done matrixes for all the teams at the competition, and Alex's matrix do not look good. <laughs> there is a lot of red and orange there. So, uh, sorry, Alex, but you're going under the bus a lot. Yeah. Yeah, is it is it a a Necron list? I mean, I don't want to go too much into your strategy, but is it likely to be like a defender list now, and you just accept you're going to get a loss with them? Or? Yeah, I think we're just going to have to pair accordingly to either try and mitigate it. I mean, obviously he does have some greens there, but um, generally it's either oh well, if he takes this, then we've got a great time all across the board. But actually, looking at our matrix. Um, in general, that's probably not actually the case. Mm. Um, so it might quite often be, you know, his, his list is still, it's got so much stuff. And even the Chewy, the, the army's good at killing stuff, is still going to take them quite a while to get through yeah, it. So they don't get put away. It's going to, yeah. You just yeah. literally can't put it away in two turns, three turns. So I think um, he will, I'm hoping he will, he'll surprise us and he's just being really pessimistic. He's a great player as well, so I'm sure he'll yeah, get the most is. out of get the most out of the of the list. So yeah, yeah. definitely. No, great stuff. Put, just put him into the mirror because he played that like three times at LGT. So I reckon yeah, he knows he's it well. in his weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, the mirror is pretty much his only green on uh, the, all the matrices. So you've done matrices for every single person. Every you're playing single team we have. Yes. Have Alpharius done that, Tom? Absolutely, we have, yeah. So you're taking this seriously. It's supposed to be a fun event. So the, the listeners that don't understand, the Saffron Slam is not meant to be at the competitive edge of, <laughs> of the Warhams. Saffron Slam is a chilled event where we all have a bit of a laugh. Um, we use the event spray, blow off some steam from some of our more serious events that we all yeah. know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, the terrain that I'm using, each set of five tables is going to have uh, two fixed layouts on it. So it'll have a UKTC and a um, Peterborough Slam layout on it um kindly donated by uh, by paul bridge the tables that i haven't quite got enough terrain for just yet um and then there'll be three kind of themed tables on each uh, on each set of five so when people are pairing doing their initial pairings um in the round obviously first defender is going to be able to pick the table which i think in a lot of ma- in a lot of team settings especially those like the uktc ones where the boards are all identical doesn't necessarily have that much of impact, but I'm mm. hoping at Saffron Slam it should add an extra layer in that there will clearly be some boards, i.e. if you have a massive castle or you have a big defensive fortification, you may be able to get quite a significant advantage in the game by being first defender, which yeah. I think I'm hoping is going to add a different layer of complexity into the pairing system that we might not necessarily get from just I standard think layouts. a fun idea. I've never played on the Princess Castle map and I will definitely be trying to leverage this <laughs> getting a game on it if I can. I'd be like, Jack, we've got one goal. <laughs> I, play on that table. I want to play on the Princess Castle map. 
<laughs> but yeah, it should be interesting. You might all hate it, and there we go. But here we are. No, it's no, going to no. be. It's going to be a It'll good laugh. <laughs> I say, don't don't mistake doing matrix for taking this too seriously. It's just it saves sounds time. like you're taking it seriously. It saves time and energy on the day, and we're in the mood. We you know we're practicing matrix and stuff all the time these days, so it's just a nice excuse to do. That. I think that's like that's it. We're a team that want to get better at teams, and in order yeah. to get better at teams, you have to kind of go through the processes. If you're going to the ICT in February, you're not doing matrices for um, everyone, are you? Um, but at these sorts of events, you can do. It literally took us, like, it genuinely took hardly any time at all. It's yeah, also quite nice just to look through all the different players and look through the list just so you're a bit more prepared. Um, and then when it comes to the weekend, as Tom says, you haven't, because it's three hour is it three hour rounds including pairings, Lewis? Oh, I haven't got my event pack up. Damn oh, it, man! Sure yes, I think so. Yeah, it might so... be three hours five. I can't remember because I normally do two hours fifty. So I thought yeah. I'd add ten minutes on for pairings. Yeah, so you kind of want to be quite efficient with your pairings, otherwise you, you yeah. could quite easily end up. You've only got two and a half hours to play your game. Um, so... I'll try as well this time around. I'll be quite quick with the next round pairings when they come up. To be honest, oh, that, that would be nice. Yes, I'll yeah. just fly instead of wait. I like to give people a chance to like chat and have their lunch and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, actually, that's I think well, that's those that want to crack. And we, we've we've freed up plenty of time for that now. And if, if you're going and you haven't done matrix with your team, maybe you could do one if you'd like to. Anyone in the chat, feel free um, and go for it. <laughs> Definitely. Um, and I've just seen in the chat there is some cheating already happening. Oh, no. Our Sons of War team, Paul Bridges' team. It's classic yep. Paul Bridges. Already is. getting a loss yeah. in their first game. Line, Paul. Come on. <laughs> that's, yeah, I, that's I, had, solid I had seen that, actually. Yeah, I had seen the Necronos. It was actually a Dark Angel list. So, um, Ricardo. Player, that is a very nasty surprise. <laughs> Ricardo from Sons, you've you've highlighted the fact that I have not necessarily checked every single of the 50 <laughs> players' factions, calling me out on the chat, earning his team a loss in round one. <laughs> Down as Necrons when he should be Dark Angels. Yeah. I will make sure that's changed on BCP. And then it's thrown out all my nice pie charts all over the place. Why am I even bothering? Right. This is a waste of time. <laughs> uh, Ricardo says to blame Paul. Excellent. Yeah. I will agree with that. With <laughs> But right, shall we go on to the teams then, shall we? That's oh, yeah. What I'm waiting it. for. I'm going to change slides. Hang on. It's Oof. worked. Here we go. Our 10 teams. So I'll go through them top to bottom. When we get Sweet. to the 6++ plus plus teams that are represented here tonight, I will ask our team captains to dive in and give a bit more background in what they're up, for, up to, what they're thinking, what their plans are. Sure. So we'll start on the top. 40k gaming headed up with my old team so before i turned traitor and joined the six plus plus crew um i used to play for 40k gaming um, they're the uh, location in colchester where i grew up and uh, they taught me everything i need to know about 40k um and here they are back they're, they're regular supporters of the saffron slam and i always appreciate them so this first yeah. team the first of the two teams they've got headed up by sam he's a really good orc player and he always wears a brilliant hat to every single event that he comes to um big squig hat which is always worth looking at. Is it the, like a cowboy style hat? It's kind. Of, it's got like a yeah. It's got like a, a, a rim on it, but then it's yeah. got big bug eyes and a green thing on it. Oh, amazing! With a big open Absolutely mouth. Um, he takes it very seriously, as you can imagine. Yeah. Um, does he? Does he war? He does war. <laughs> I will be yeah. fully expecting orc players to be warring this weekend. It's <sighs> not a serious event. <laughs> I might even, just to wind Scriver up, give them the microphone and the sound. We'll <laughs> <laughs> see how we go. Um, also in the 40k gaming team, we have Harley, who actually won the last Saffron event yes, with his Eldari. Yeah, Went 4-1 and one at the LGT, also with the Eldari. Mm -hmm. um, so a force to be reckoned with. 
um, depending on uh, how much he pays me. And <laughs> we're also on that team. Really big shout out as well because th- these three are, are really excellent. They're, they're genuine credits to the hobby. We've got Christina, Patrick, and Ollie also with their oh, Chaos Space Marines, Orcs, Tau, Eldari, and Drukari featuring yeah, nice. that team. But yeah, lovely group. Really excellent. Second 40k team, the 40k under 21s, which I thought was a good uh, a good way of breaking it down. Um, headed up by uh, by Rob, he's a regular at the Slam as well, um, and it also contains my favourite Necron player in Crichton. Um, not that I don't oh, like I Alex. Oh, I played Crichton at LGT. He was. Lovely. You did. Yeah, it's really nice. He's a good egg, I would describe. Um, that team also contains a gentleman called Tom Coppin, who lives in Essex same as I do, flew all the way to Gibraltar to play in the Gibraltar GT last year and ended up drawing me in round four. <laughs> so we've flown Classic. thousand miles to Gibraltar and ended up playing each other. Um, so uh, he had that displeasure, which uh, he's probably flew all that way to escape me, really. But And they also, actually, in the 40k under-21s team, they have enlisted the support of the now infamous Mike Cheng and his Death Guard. Oh, yes. oh, probably one of the best Death Guard players that I've ever seen. I hope he's um, enjoying slightly improved Death Guard. Now, obviously, one of the best armies in the game. <laughs> we love him here. I met him yeah, at one point fans. during... At one point during the LGT, I did meet Mike, and he wasn't having a good day. But oh, by the wow, end, wow, that's the really surprising. Skin faction does really poorly. <laughs> <laughs> We've got so, to engineer that match. Please make <laughs> that match. Yeah, yeah. Please. <laughs> someone, someone put two dollars in the Ed hates fucking Death Guard machine. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was really torn. My first round of the LGT was against Death Guard and my Tyranids, and I was sitting on one hand. I want to prove that my silly swarm list was going to do well, so I could shove it in Davy's face. On the other hand. I wanted to lose the Death Guard so I could say to Ed that Death Guard are actually quite good and then he could shove that up his ass. But this I won't be like a win-win situation. Nemesis. <laughs> you've, you've got to limit yourself to one. I, the only person I dislike on our team is you. And that's why I get the results. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Hick this Dead. Nice to have Dead, I like that name. Yeah. Right, so on to our first 6++ team. 6++ Alpharius. Now, this is headed up by our top boy presenter and 6++ golden boy, Mr. Loman. Yeah, also contains. Before. This is new. This is new and exciting. It also contains my arch nemesis and all round bastard, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> I like that then, title. That's fantastic. All, all round bastard. I like yeah. it. Uh, and then calling we've got the fat. Ed, Ed calls it ARB. <laughs> <laughs> We also have Paul James, Jack Chapman, and Lee Churchwood also in that team. A formidable lineup, I'm sure. Tom, would you yeah. like to go through this bunch of reprobates? Yeah, I, I think it's um, it's it's a solid team of players. It's all people who've played teams events a lot in recent times for us, and um, I mean Jack especially is like a little pairings wizard, so he's been he's been a massively positive addition to the team for teams events. And we're all running stuff. I think that we've we've got very good experience with we we, we sort of undenied do we take X Y Z because it's the best blah blah blah, um, and we decided against that. Um, and then partly that's a saffron thing, partly that's just a where our experience and our preferences thing. Um, and I think we like the combination of armies that we've got, and we're we're really looking forward to it. Excellent. And in response to Mega Miniatures' comment, anyone taking Chaos Knights? Oh, we yes, are. are. I got 13 War Dogs. <laughs> it's, it's not a knight list, but technically it has the Chaos Knight faction. Oh, yes. It's a dreadnought uh, list, but there we are. Uh, I, I just want this on record. Um, Lewis is a bigot. <laughs> short 
knights. If you're running Hightus. a and crawl, yeah. If 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 you don't have anything that's like six foot two or above in your list, you're only running war dogs. He is. I was going to say racist. Let's not invoke racist. Let's <laughs> probably not go that far. Yeah, he is bigoted <laughs> against you. Short kings rise up. Um, war dogs go burr. That's all I have to say in the matter. Yeah. Right, Ed, get back in your box. I'm moving on. CK are definitely. Are, I mean, I, I do feel like CK are a really nice team to pick for lots of different yeah. reasons. They're just very durable, flexible, and hard to put away. Again, um, so I think I think Ed will definitely get get a tune out of them. Yeah, so I'm gonna put my models on the line. Church, so it's all about Lee Churchwood. He's gonna he's gonna do his thing and just... he's gonna get those twenty. Yeah, those, get those chaos space marines out. I don't I don't think it's a twenty o game right now. If I'm honest, I don't think tenth is a twenty o game that often myself. We'll see, but I don't. It's just the nature of the scoring now. You don't get those huge differentials all that often. So I think it's more about eking out differentials where you can. But we'll see. Which, which makes having Paul really valuable, as we know. Paul yeah. will score a four every four. time. Paul, Paul gets fours. Paul, Paul James. He'll Jack, get a... Jack put the fours in for him in the Matrix. He's like, don't worry, I've got this. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul James is obviously the most reliable, consistent Dark Angels player you could ever ask for. He's, he's wonderful, so exciting. Apart from Scribbo. Apart from Scribbo, he's obviously in the other team. Sorry, Scrib. Sorry, Scrib. Consistently score 10 10 every time. The same. They're all just as good as each other. Sorry. <laughs> I'm there with the crayons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any favourites. It's you, and it's not fucking close. <laughs> <laughs> good. Right. We'll step away from 6 plus for a moment then. Go on to the ECL team. ECL being led by Andy. It's a team I do not know a huge amount about. I know Andy has been to a few Saffron Slams before, and he is a good egg, so I can say he's a good egg. That's about as far as I can go. Their lineup, I think, is quite scary. They just seem to have gone for all of the good stuff. Um, they've got Eldari. They've got the Chaos Space Marines. They've got the Necrons. They've chucked in the GSC. They have. I think it's an interesting choice, but I think Enjoy in teams, definitely has play. Um, there is there is one scrambler fields. I did bow to the pressure of also getting rid of the delayed reserves mission rule. Oh, um, did you? I got universal hatred for including that because. Uh, and I, I thank you from my little dwarf heart for that because that <laughs> is not what I want. I guess <laughs> no one likes it. I think I think it's it's tricky because I am obviously trying to do something a bit different. It's not meant to be competitive. I want to try and throw in the new missions, the different stuff, and mix it up a bit so it's a little bit different to what you'd normally play oh, at a kind of big completely. event. But also, you can go a bit far with it. So there's it's no... some flavourful missions, right? I think that was something we felt reading through. There were a few missions we don't see that often, and that's that's exciting in itself. Yeah, definitely. There's um, one missing, though. What's missing? Playing football. With your objectives. Oh, you haven't got the servo skills in. I mean, that's fine. Servo skills is not in there. Servo that one genuinely has universal hatred. I was, I was heartbroken. It's a silly place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, next up, Sons of War. Ooh. Now, they've already cheated. So, yeah, everything yeah. I was going to say about Sons of War is going out the window. They've already got a loss. They're not going 5 0. Yeah. They are, <laughs> are kind of the closest team to Saffron Slam. They are the local Cambridge team. Um, full to the brim scoundrels and wasters as you can imagine which is no surprise <laughs> given that they chose <laughs> they given they chose their captain as none other than Paul Bridge himself Peter yeah, Rusland fame king of the, um, the king himself <laughs> he has brought I think he's brought quite a strong team some of these players I recognise um, Tom Moynihan brings his guard 
I can't mm. remember if he's got any um, Bane Blades in this list, but even when he did have a Bane Blade at the last Saffron Slam, he did go four and one with it, even though there were several boards he couldn't even move the bloody things. He had two of them. <laughs> um, oh, that was that guy. Amazing. That was that, that guy. guy. He's yeah. a very good player. His um, opponents didn't love that list. <laughs> <laughs> to be, actually, those Bane Blades, if they just open up, like oh, all the stuff stands there, and they take up enough space. <laughs> and, and Towering was still Towering at that point as well. And that, was, that was a real time. <laughs> Um, I've got written on my notes here, Ricardo has his Necrons, but he doesn't. He has his Dark Angels. No, so he absolutely doesn't. Um, Michael's got his Eldari, and Paul Watson has his Chaos Demons, and Paul Bridge, I believe, is bringing his Thousand Sons, which he seems to be doing quite well with. He got his uh, got his little trophy for being best 4-1 at the LGT, which uh, yeah. uh, which our dear leader Chris was over the moon about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't get to beat Paul, so that was <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I like I, I, the demon list is cool. It's quite, um, I guess, Jack Tight esque in flavour. It's got lots of stuff going on, lots of assets. I suspect there's probably been some collaboration between Mr. Tight, right? who frequents the Sons of War Club, mm-hmm. um, and may or may not have had influence over what's going on there. Uh, but I think I can, we could all recognise his handiwork even at a distance. I love it. You've <laughs> 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 got a whiff of tight. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, well, I think we could all agree it would be a real shame for them to pair into six plus plus first game, second game, third game, and lose them all. I think <laughs> they, we would all be devastated by that. That implies that somehow the six plus plus teams, one of them's lost one game and one of them's lost two games early on. Yeah, Obviously, yeah, not going to happen. I just, so. I just don't see it. Yeah, <laughs> we could probably play them twice if they get paired up after round one, but otherwise. <laughs> Yes. And I think it's actually quite interesting. I, I mean, it's because it's a slightly smaller number of teams. There's only 10 teams. So yeah. you could, in theory, have quite a number of teams. You, there's a possibility you end, end up everyone. with like three oh, teams. Oh, yeah. It's, everyone everyone three wins. Everyone, man, it's going to get loopy. It's going to be great. But yes, excellent. So let's go back to 6++, shall we? The 6++ Legion team, led by the God Emperor himself, yes. Chris. Contains also my favourite Lee of Dove. <laughs> Are you finished? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> Being really serious here, guys. <laughs> no, yes, Chris, fire away. Yeah, so um, we have brought a nice mix, nice friendly mix. Um, we have got um, got Scriver on his Dark Angels. Um, lots of ideas floated around there before we settled kind of on the, the Dreadnoughts and Co. Um, we've got Alex, who's just brought a sea of Necrons, because we're like, we could go for a balanced Necron this while it's not just like lean into it big time. So let's hope the opposition um, don't have ability to kill 60 Necron Warriors. Um, and then we have also got Secret Source on the team, Johnny from Mind Goblins. Yeah, this we unfortunately, is very exciting. Yeah, we, uh, we had a dropout, um, so we had a route around to find someone, and Johnny was very kind. Scrapes the barrel. We scraped the barrel of Mind Goblins. Oh, disgusting yeah, times. No, but no. Um, needs must, right? <laughs> Johnny's, um, <laughs> Johnny's regularly successful at Saffron Slam events. Yeah. He's a very, very good admit player. I believe maybe currently number one in the world. He is best quite, in the world. possible, yeah. Um, well, out of all six no. of them. Which is... <laughs> <laughs> right. It's 12, mate. Come on. Um, I f- sorry, I forgot that you'd, uh, you'd dabbled. I dabbled. That one, right? <laughs> he, he's the only player with 18 of a certain model, uh, right? Which is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think not many, I mean, I've never played into Admech. I think a lot of people haven't played yeah, into this is, 
this is quite an ace in the hole to have, I think, in a team's event. Because I don't think anyone's played into this. He also, because he only plays that mech, it's, he knows a lot of the matchups because um, yeah. he's just had the chance to play them across the board. So he's certainly one where I think a lot of people might have put, like if they've done a matrix, might have put it as kind of like a three or a four, and he's going to be able to flip because um, yeah. he certainly knows what his weak ones are, so we can keep away from them. We certainly um, have not put Johnny as threes and fours. Yeah. So, I, think, um, I can hear the War Masters now scrabbling. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think um, I think he's going he's to be an interesting one if you compare him into the kind of the style of matchups that he wants. Um, so that'd be cool. Um, got lee so we kind of had a discussion on lee and what to take um because he's obviously recently started playing um custodies um um but then i mean i played into ed's chaos knights and um it was like oh actually chaos knights pretty damn good you talk about josh roberts um he did really well them at lgt um and he's got a really confident win rate into a lot of the top factions with them so a couple of bad matchups which generally they they cover the board really well and they deal with a lot of the armies that custodies also dealt with on top of other things so um you know lee hasn't got a huge amount of experience with them but how hard can it be right ed manages it you just, uh, <laughs> you just shove the lights forward and see what happens um and they're obviously very good at the primary denial game, which is really good in teams and creating yes. that differential. Um, and then kill a lot of elves as well. They do kill they a lot of elves. elves. They, they do. do. Um, I'm not going to make any comment. And then we've <laughs> got... Um, and then I'm one elder. Obviously, that's the fact that I've been playing since the start of 10th. And they're in a really good spot. You'd want them on your team. Um, I've kind of changed my list a bit from the singles one I ran at LGT. I just went for a more generic good one with slightly less characters it plays tactical well plays fixed really well i think in teams um being able to play fixed is really helpful um so i might well be trying to dabble with that we'll see how it goes um but yes yeah, the standard incarn and wraith guard and lots of chaff to go score the points and hopefully can generate some decent wins excellent i think it'll be a force to be reckoned with yeah this it's weekend. a strong lineup very strong lineup do you chris do you actually thinking about do you have a name for the unholy alliance of mind goblins and six plus plus? The mind plus. I mean, I haven't. We haven't got one. Yeah, currently. I think it is. It is mind plus plus because it's not the only six mind plus plus, plus. Goblins collaborations that are likely to happen. This yeah, year. So exactly. there are going to be others. Um, Could it be uh, dice goblin. Dice goblin is quite fun. Yeah, goblin plus plus. Just any version of plus plus clothing size. Yeah, plus mind plus. Yeah, so many options. <laughs> but no, it'll be good anyway. Um, next it. team, <laughs> um, we will. Well, I'll finish on six plus plus Omegon. So we'll do the others first. Nice. So I think already winning the name, the the prize for the best UKTC name, the Grim Dark Garage, is up next. Now it's it's a fun name that masks, I think, a scary prospect. <laughs> Every one of the players that are in this team have had cracking performances at previous Saffron Slams um, and should not be underestimated. It's headed up by the Boyle brothers, so uh, Michael and David Boyle. Um, they'll take centre stage, I'm sure. Um, Michael's bringing his Cal Space Marines. David's got his Space Wolves. Then you've got Alex, who joins Tom as the event's other Votan main. Yes, um, it's lonely out there for a Votan main. It is. Have a friend. Is it? Is it, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was. 
It was, yeah. yeah. It was. Then they got good and everyone jumps on the band. Shouldn't have been so damn persuasive. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I do like his list. Triple Dessert is what an absolute boss. That is great. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be messy. Byron's Leagues brought his Tyranids and yeah, Adam has brought his Drukari. Drukari, nice. Good to see Drukari in... in yeah, obviously, Patrick, nice. before he came, got, got nice his... Actually, Patrick's Drukari won Best Painted at the last event, the EA Slam. Because they are incredible. We've been working on them over and over and over again. So, yeah. Good to see some good-looking Drukari. One day they'll be good again. And Byron... Oh, he's on Invasion Fleet. He's keeping it. Oh, this was pre... No, no, the Nidbook was out for this, right? But yeah, the Nidbook's out for this one. It's a Space Marine book that's not quite ready. Ah, yes, because there is indeed a Norn emissary kicking about that. very good. Excellent. Like it. like it. So, yeah. That's the Grimdark Garage. Next up, the Saffron Slammers. Heroes, one and all. These are the guys, this is our new kind of Saffron Walden team that we've decided to call the Saffron Slammers. So occasionally I'm going to turn Traitor from 6 plus plus and play for these guys. But uh... I knew I never liked you. <laughs> we have always looked extremely negatively on any kind of attempt to do anything with one's time. And we will continue to do so. <laughs> well, I shall beg for all of you. We are petty and jealous because we've heard that is how teams thrive. <laughs> Steady, Tom. Um, <laughs> so, so these guys, these are these are actually gonna, these guys going to be helping me set up and tear down the event. Um, and actually, credit to I can't, I could not run this event without them. I've seen at least Finn is on the uh, on the chat. So uh, just a massive thanks to them. Finn is here speaking to all ten people. Um, most of these guys are attending their first ever event of 10th edition. Um, one of the team is attending his first ever 40k event. And what a way mm. to start your 40k mm. career with a team's tournament in Saffron World. Um, yeah. And those that have been to events before are still trying to work out what a D6 is. So this team is here <laughs> to win and win convincingly. Um, Matt, Soldier Boy himself, heads up a team, heads up the team. He's got his nasty, quite nasty guard list. Lots of stuff in transports, which just pushes out on the board and gets in your way. Yeah, um, Finn good. on the chat brought his towel to convince you to join the greater good. Yeah, um, he's the only person in the chat with a Tetra, so well done for winning whatever that is. <laughs> and some kind of a special award there. Yeah, um, ben, ben is the only one. Basically, all the Eldari lists coming to the Saffron Slam are all the same, except for Ben. So he's going to show the rest of the world how Eldari should have actually won the LGT. No. Um, I'm, uh, hot take, I like his list way more than any of the uh, the current oh, interesting. lists. interesting. Yeah. Why do you like it so much? Because it's got fucking guns. Yeah, it just it has, levels the board. This has, this has what we would call serious blowout potential, yeah. right? This can 20-0 things on the yeah. right board. It's terrifying. It's also more gettable and hurtable than some of the others because yeah. it, you can't hide the vehicles and play the clever clever, but this is a nightmare in pairings just because of what it can potentially do. Yeah. Excellent. It's a, I'll let them know, well know their strategy. All well and good to uh, to say it's gettable, but you have to have models remaining, which yeah. you may not if you go second. It's exactly that. Exactly that. Also, fire dragons in falcons. I mean, heroes. Oh, it's, just it's, absolute heroes. Mm, That's what mm. we all want to run, really, deep down somewhere. That's how Eldar should be played. And that's how probably <laughs> they will end up getting played once they finally get sorted out. Um, yeah, this team looks good, actually. It should be right. I think Terence is going to just try and drown you in Tyranid bodies. Um, he's still painting. I think he's still got 70 gaunts left to paint. So, um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> double no on. Love it, Terence. That is it. classic. And also Vanguard, Vanguard Detachment, which our very own Davey has been having some success with. 
Yes, um, I'm slightly really... disappointed he's gone down Davy's Davy's choice of, of how to run two minutes. <laughs> RTT winner, Davy. RTT. Oh RTT yes, RTT congratulations winner, to RTT yeah. winner, Davy. <laughs> <laughs> And last but not least, Sam, with his Blood Angels, Chronicles of Riddick style, Chaplin Lamartis is just going to be punching people in the face with his Golden Cup. That's the that's the plan. Sick. So that's the Saffron Slammers team. It's their first ever event, basically, as a group. So oh, first so ever kind of team's event. So I think they're going to have a really good laugh his, with his it. His Tetras are not real Tetras, Finn. When are they ever? When are they ever? And Gilmar, I don't think you Jack, Jack also has a Tetra. Is that one real, Jack? Is it? His are definitely not either. our penultimate team then before we come back to finish off with the best six plus plus team is the war masters we've mentioned them several times a saffron event would not be complete without a group of players who actually know how to play this game um that the rest of us can take about piss out of for going to try and win these fun events outrageous they're here in force names you'd have heard in proper competitive podcasts being talked about jamie balcom trajan valoris himself heading the team up Although he appears to have lost his golden voice because he's bringing Indeed. the guard, don't know where don't know where that's come yeah, from. He's mixing it up with a list that would table his other list. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. We've mentioned him already. Jack Tight is here to crush literally everybody with his Chaos Space Marines. Um, he's still got to do it in a weird way though. Got a Land Raider, absolute hero. Love it. <laughs> yes. He, ha- he has to have a little little saffron magic added to his yeah. lists. He'll it's still good. terrifying. It's very, it's, nah, the Land Raider is terrifying. It's a noble Land Raider. We all know what that means. That is a real pain in the ass. Oh, I'm not shoot. saying that he played me without a Land Raider and lost to my Land Raider. But <laughs> that <laughs> <did happen>. so... <laughs> Once again, we are thought leaders and visionaries. <laughs> oh man, that's Amazing. an awesome list though. Awesome <laughs> oh, excellent. And then Gustav, Andrew, Nick finish yeah. up the War Masters team. Me so, and Gustav actually had a little sparring match for this because we played at the Cambridge Club. Uh, Gustav is a very tidy little player. I was very impressed. Excellent. So you've got you've got the lowdown on what he's going to do already. Oh yes. <laughs> Can you stop him? Is the question. Well, that that I hadn't figured it out by the time I left. I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> when your army had been ground into dust with your own tears. <laughs> so last but not least, then our final team, the final six plus plus team, six plus plus Omegon, headed up by none other than OG Plusa Jamie Clifford. Oh yeah, love Jamie. He also, he brings along the Plusis fastest runner, Mr. Murdoch. Fresh, oh, yeah. actually, for, from David's perspective, fresh of a cracking performance at the Great East Run in Peterborough um, last weekend. Yes. A brilliant time. Personal best on the half marathon. Spot and on to him. two psychic armies, Thousand Sons and Grey Knights. That's awesome. Indeed. And Jamie East is trying to vie for Mike Cheng's spot as the <laughs> top dog Death Guard player. Um, and with... I do owe him a beer because he went three and two. Uh, Indeed, you do. You do own a bit. So shout out to him for winning more games than he should have done. So if we draw them, <laughs> if we draw them, and buy him that before the round. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no. First thing that I'm doing on Saturday morning is like, so I owe you a pint. Should I settle you up now? And <laughs> <laughs> a pint of vodka, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just FYI, Ed, when you see all the prices for drinks and stuff at the weekend, it's it's double for you. <laughs> well, it's going to feel like that anyway. I'm from the north, and I'm coming down to the south and. What eight pounds for a beer? No, that's like, slam the last. My beers are very reasonably priced. <laughs> uh, well, I actually have a license and everything. I'm allowed to sell it, which is Ooh. someone at the council hasn't got a clue who I am. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Kieran Kennett and Mark Milton finished that team off. So we've got Thousand Sons, Grey Knights, Necrons, Death Guard, and Guard. Yeah, um, Kieran's double. taking double bane sword, blade, something like that. Yeah, that is extremely cool. Get that on the right board at Saffron Slam, and you're going to make a mess. Just saying. Some oh, would no. say this is the six uh, plus plus team of drinkers, um, but I did a quick. I haven't talked to any of them about this. I did a quick <laughs> mental meld with them just to see how they were feeling about the event, and uh, weirdly, they were thinking it's not enough that I must win. I must see their uh, my enemies driven before me. I must hear the lamentations of their women, uh, and you know it's just really that sort of vibe. So they're they're coming to coming to party. Yeah, it's strong. It's a strong set of lists. I think it's cool. They're going to have a very big swing. Definitely, it's going to be a very good weekend. I'm very much looking forward to it. So now, the moment that we're all waiting for, the moment that all five people have tuned in to listen to. Uh, Tearing. Thank you very much. Thirty. That's got to be a new That's record. Substantially more than. Don't worry, it's nothing to do with you. <laughs> Thanks everybody. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to this. It's very much appreciated. Specific topic. <laughs> we appreciate you with it. All those random people in like South Korea that occasionally listen to them, and they'll be like, what? <laughs> We've got a couple of regular listeners who say where they're from at the start of the episode. Uh, and I'm a big fan of saying that. It's, uh, it's nice to just like greetings from America. Like, sound? Thank you. <laughs> times. Awesome. Definitely. We love our international listeners. I've stopped sharing the screen now, Chris, so I, I don't I know whether noticed. you need to do anything your end. Um, I will remove it from the scene. It is removed. It is Wait. removed. Oh, God, you, you've all got bigger again. That's horrific. Put it back. Oh. Put it back. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm going to do for the next up, for our pairings, I'm going to start by pairing off the three six plus plus teams, which will leave us two pairings left at the end. So... I'm hoping there's people from each of the teams in the chat ready to go. If your team is not paired in those first three pairings, I'm going to give the chat the option to pick who's got left. Now, it's still going to be random. I'm not just going to hit the BCP button and then do it. This is just going to be, I'm building some suspense. Um, So do make yourselves known if you are the last four teams left. Uh, I repeat my call for favorable treatment for super chats. Um, This is (laughs) your last moment. If you need to avoid not legally binding results may vary. I'm going to start with Alpharis, and I'll, speak, I'll ask Tom to choose a number between one and seven, and I'll announce who he's been paired into. Um, and then we'll just work my way. I'll do Chris next, and then Ed, you're going to choose for the Omegon team. So behave. Um, War Masters. War Masters. I am. <laughs> I am going to follow the usual BCP rule. So no six plus plus team is going to play another six plus plus team in round one, That's and none, neither of the forty k gaming guys are going to play each other in the first round. So hopefully we should avoid any inter team combat conflict until uh, at least round two, when you can all start murdering each other at will. Um, does that all make sense on the call? Yeah, Thumbs up. We're happy. Tom, choose for Alpharius a number between one and seven, and I will tell you go, go for number one. Be playing. Go on. Billy Big Balls. It is tempting, isn't it? It's <laughs> definitely tempting. Three. Oh, he's three. He's, he's completely disregarded the seven. Assume <laughs> that was a D6. Yeah, don't give a fuck. Oh, fair enough. You've avoided, <laughs> you've avoided number seven. Which means number three is the lovely gentleman at 40k gaming. Now, this is, hey! the, this is Sam and Harley. Harley got his Wonderful. wish. Harley, Harley knew team. it. Harley read it in the runes. Fate dice that shit. Eldar shenanigans. Be careful. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. 
there we go 40k i'm writing this down because what i've realized is if i don't write it down i'm not going to find out until i listen to the podcast back in a couple of days who's playing who (laughs) after the weekend (laughs) after the weekend we'll just make it up as we go along sorry team seven for excluding you from the the random chance the way it is i won't tell you who that is (laughs) our dear leader chris you can choose between one and seven don't pick three Oh, okay. Oh, thanks for clarifying. Um, just FYI, just I didn't know if you were following along, but uh, you'd fallen asleep through ball. Watching the football, no. Um, right. Well, how are okay. England doing, by the way? Uh, two one up. There is oh, only one option here. Number one. Number one. He's going for number one. So number one is oh, our relatively unknown team, ECL. Oh. Andy and his mates. Andy. So, should be you interesting. Should, I think they've got a lot of good masters at number one to catch him out for trying to. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's genuinely, I was like, I wonder if um, he has actually done that. But yeah, I think you are, you, you you have not second guessed his playstyle here at all, Lewis. And I'm just. I have done it randomly, um, <laughs> remaining in. I am completely impartial, but Omegon will be getting a favourable matchup. So, um, Ed, you're going to pick between numbers one and seven. You're not allowed Please. to pick one, and you're not allowed to pick three. Oh. I was going oh, for three. It's, uh... Be nice. Right, well, I guess we'll, we'll roll a die for this one as well. Five. A five. Mm. Here we go. It's not War Masters. No. You wanted it to be War Masters. It is not War Masters. It is, in fact, our other 40k team. Oh. 40k oh, gaming under 21s. Yeah, that'll be a good game. That should be a crack. It's nice of six of us to knock out all of the 40k um, teams. <laughs> <laughs> just, just all of the 40k players. We can play each other round two, all that good stuff. Yeah, the dream. So, Amazing. that, by my expert calculations, because I am an expert and I will hear nothing to the contrary, <coughs> that should leave us with the Warmasters team, the Saffron Slammers team. Grimdark Garage and Sons of War left to decide. So that's pretty spicy, isn't it? As a, as a remaining four, that, the, 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 no one there is the Saffron Slammers. Not looking so, not looking so. <laughs> 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 oh, no. I'm in danger. Bit scared for a round one pairing. To the so have a we light got... entry, a soft landing. <laughs> Next Going person, Vietnam. <laughs> Next person on the chat. Who says their name and what team they're for gets to pick Come on, Paul. their round one yeah. pairing, and that will. They're typing one letter at a time. Though. It's going to be quite slow. <laughs> yeah. What numbers are left? I've, I've reset the numbers, oh, so it'll be saying? numbers oh, from nice. one, yeah, one yeah. through four. Um, Jack oh, Tight is hey, in first. Me with lots of E's. Well, so Jack, I would. You were. You were number one. So I would like you, Jack, to pick between number six and seven. The famous number between one and four. He's gone with seven. He's followed it up with three. The risk he's he took was it. calculated, but boy, was he bad at maths. <laughs> Amazing. He's gone with three. Can okay. I have a drum roll, please? This is tiring. Can stop the drum roll at any point. <laughs> War Masters are playing the Grim Dark Garage, which means our final pairing, the heroic Saffron Slammers, are playing the Sons of War. Oh, nice, a local derby. 
a local derby. Our new team put down <laughs> this old team in the dust. So a little bit of a roundup. Paul Briggs has, has entered his name to do the last pick, even though I'm <laughs> about two teams left, which I, re- I, re- I really Are oh, you even concentrating? <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you have to pause the video for a bit, and he's just you know catching yeah, yeah, up yeah, with yeah. where we are. Exactly. Exactly. We, we might be buffering in, in, in Cambridge. Famously, no internet in the south, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, in summary, then, before we move on to show questions and talk about something that everyone actually wants to talk about. Six plus plus Alpharius, you are playing the 40k gaming team. Six plus plus Legion, you are playing ECL. Six plus plus Omegon, you are playing the 40k gaming under 21s. Warmasters, you are playing the Grimdark Garage. And the Saffron Slammers, you are playing the Sons of War. And there we have it, team. Round one pairing for Saffron Slam Teams Tournament. Those of you already furiously checking BCP, it's not fucking done yet because I'm on this call. I will do it as soon as I'm finished. Nice. And I'll hand back to Tom to do other things that are supposed to happen with this show. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Lewis. We're all really looking forward to it. Those are some exciting draws. (laughs) I think, yeah, all to play for. It's going to be really exciting to see how those all go. Um, And we will look forward to our Alpharius date with 40k gaming in a few days' time. So that's obviously the end of the uh, Saffron Slam team segment of the show. So all we're going to do is rattle through some questions and then we're going to call it a day. So if you have any questions you want to bung with the chat, obviously you can throw in nonsense and, and sort of, um, I guess, teams-related banter in there if you want, if you're here for that. Um, but otherwise, we'll work our way through some, some podcast questions in the Discord as well, and then we will get to them. So let's find those. While you're doing that, I just want to point out that the uh, 6++ plus uh, a Megan into uh, the 40k gaming under 21s has both of the Death Guard players, and I hope that they have to play. Each other. Oh. <laughs> and, it's, and somehow they both score zero points. This was, this was nothing good. <laughs> James, James is lovely. I, I haven't met Mike. I'm sure he's lovely as well. It's nothing personal, apart from your poor choice in armies. Um, but it would just bring me joy to see both of them somehow. Oh, I just I want Mike to crush you so badly. <laughs> if he does, way. I'll uh, I'll I'll consider a career change. <laughs> oh, no, Who's going to sell us the meat? Change my Chaos Knights ballistic skill to only three up. Oh no, I, I, I meant my unpaid do? job of Warhammer. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Right. Okay. So, first podcast question of the evening is, which Loyalist Primarch would you have released alongside the 10th edition Space Marine Codex? This is from Hannibal. Demon Ross. Okay. Those are both choices. Any other choices? Loyalist. Yeah, it has to be I've got to remember who they are. Um, mine would be Alpharius. <laughs> oh, nice. Vulcan. See what you did like there. Vulcan. Vulcan with like lots of flamers for the flame storm detachment. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd be I'd be down with that one. I'm just yeah. reminding my it's been so long since I've played a fucking loyalist. Who was a loyalist? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, who, who are the space marines? Uh what do we got here? World Eaters. You, they you could have some fun loyal. with the Ferris Manus model as well. That'd be good. Yeah. Got a yeah. hand it to him, right? Uh, mm. <laughs> Whilst Ed uh, is picking between the remaining three options, um, yes. <laughs> you two are so funny. <laughs> I'm enjoying uh, the smack talk in the chat. 
<laughs> Mike Cheng says he's coming for you. Ed. Oh, beautiful! It's already come and say, begun. come and say hi, uh, Mike. When, <laughs> when we get there on Saturday, I'd, I'd like to meet you. Uh, when you first, I meet need him, to Mike, understand. Think he's a dick. What what <laughs> makes someone look at Death Guard and go, "Yes, this is good." <laughs> I'm doing a social study. Um... <laughs> <laughs> While we're hold on, while I'm making enemies in the chat, uh, duh, 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 there was someone else I had my eye on. Where are you at, Mechanicus? You're on thin fucking ice, buddy. Lemon, I got my fucking eyes on you. Now, how much not to give Ed the painted bonus? Excellent. I don't need convincing Mechanicus. Fight in sight, bro. Fight in sight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll draw another one out of the Discord, and then we'll move down to some of the ones that we've got popping up in the chat. Harley asks which six plus plus team will do best at the weekend. I'd back any of them in this environment. Oh, what pussy. Legion. In this environment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, boss. We, they've got an Eldar player who couldn't even go an undefeated at LGT. Oh, no, well, yeah, why did he lose to other Eldar? Worse yeah. Eldar. But, <laughs> he lost um, the other so, That really doesn't strengthen your case. Yeah. I lost to other Eldar. Worse Eldar. Yes. I do think the admate thing is a really nice variable to have in teams. I think that's cool because that's just something no one else has. Johnny is a very, very good player. So I mean, If they get to play against Knights or uh, Astra Militarum, that is a 20-0 on turn one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you haven't run any numbers or seen it play out, it is disgusting. That is the fuck up, Ed. Uh, <laughs> there are still people listening here, dickhead. Yeah. yeah, but you're not on my team, and I don't really... Yeah, you're, you're, you're still, we're still teammates, Ed. We are, we're all, we're all, we're all <laughs> friends. Which takes me call. back to my original point, that I think we can all do equally well, and if we're just stuck with that, we wouldn't be here. And we Shut up, Tom. Now, Legion's going to go 3-2. Um, Amazing's going to get drunk. That high! Yes! 1-4. Finally. And uh, we're going to smash it. Go 5-0. Win the event. Fucking oh, pulling my shot now. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? That'd be lovely. For no offence sitting here. <laughs> and I'm going to bait every Death Guard player at this event, somehow, while also going undefeated, despite the fact that both of them are playing round one. Don't think about it too hard. <laughs> This is carnage. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it's going to be carnivores. You've introduced a competitive. There's a competitive <laughs> flowing through this. It's pretty wild. Uh, so, question we have in the chat. The standard chat is from Hick Dead. If the gods of chaos made a breakfast cereal, what would the flavour profile be? Cornflakes. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you're either going niche because I don't know what what does chaos undivided. What's what's that as a cereal? What do you go with there? I'm going to reveal Run something place. about myself here. That oh, might okay. be how I have my cereal, which I start, and I do this most mornings, I start with a Weetabix base. We okay. then add something like cornflakes, something on top of like that, and then we finish mm -hmm. it with Special K. That's Chaos yeah. Undivided, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> yes, in as much as it's involving a mix of different things and it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> you managed to take three bland things and make them even yeah, worse. Yeah, I mean, like, if you are going to mix cereals, is that this, the extent and scope of your imagination? Is that where The best going? texture, I, tell, I can guarantee you, there's the best texture of mixed cereal is you want Weetabix and Rice Krispies because the Rice Krispies stay firm, but you still get the mushiness of the Weetabix, which is what you want from Weetabix. So. Rice Krispies, you heard it here first, famously <laughs> stay firm in milk. 
despite that <laughs> not being the experience anyone ever with a mouth tasting becomes ever experienced. The wheat bix absorbs all the milk, so the rice krispies stay firm. Oh, that's top oh, tip man. for anyone who yeah, likes cereal. Shout out to Stu who who has it has the money on it. That <laughs> cereal degeneracy is slanesh if I ever heard it. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right, Stu. Yeah. Is, uh, absolutely, it is absolutely. degenerate. Um, our only other question in there at the moment is from Harley, who says, Tom, Dwarf rematch. I would enjoy the opportunity to revisit that matchup in the light of recent That's days. a drawing match, Harley. Fuck you, Ed. Uh, it's a drawing match. We'll see. We'll Who's see. got more Sagittals? <laughs> I, I do have more Sagittals. Then, then you win it. There you go. Yeah, That's how it works, right? So, yeah, no, I'd, I'd definitely be up for that rematch, Harley, but we'll have to see whether you um, whether that's what you want. We'll get to that later, though. Right, let's go back to the podcast questions we have got. I see today, Chris, you have finally put a separate thing <laughs> channel on the Discord for people to chat about the bloody questions. I'm not confused. Yeah, I think that was a sensible. That was a sensible play. They actually they asked for that. The chat today. I asked for it six months ago. Well, yeah, know. but we don't care what you think. Sai <laughs> says, "What will orcs get as the new miniature for the Codex reveal? And when it's three squigs in a trench coat, will it have blown up?" <laughs> yes and yes. Quite a lot. They don't feel like they'll get much, right? They feel like they probably get like one thing, probably. Don't they have like? Is it like Mad Doc Grotznik or something like that? It's like a really old character. They've got a few some, old characters. Some really old like metal ones and resin they've, ones that probably need an update. Got five named characters that are all resin. Um, yeah. What they've done for the last three splash releases for them though is do changes of units. So like a good example, the buggies. Instead of it just being war buggies, they went here's a splash release of different ones and they're themed around an archetype of a clan without it being a clan-specific thing. Mm. So they did that. Then they did the Beast Snaggers, which are Snakebite, but not. Yeah. So I think we might see something Flash Gits related. That'd be cool. So like some sort of heavy downstairs. guns. I thought about this earlier. With Flash Gits yeah. being good at the moment for some reason, and if you're like, ah, oh, maybe there's new models coming in, they just get But something the different, like doing something more so that Freebooters are just not Flash Gits alone. That'd and play the pirate theme. That could be cool, right? Oh, that would be fun. I was going to say a grot on stilts, so... I'm glad you had a good answer. With a sniper rifle. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a sniper, gun. a sniper pistol. Um, oh, load man. up, but also only has a 12 inch range. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that to me. Oh, don't, don't. Again. We've seen Not it before. Again. Not again. Okay. Then we've got this one's quite a big question that requires some thought. So. Why have they pitched it to us? Yeah, well, we, we think sometimes. <laughs> um, Ultimate Funk asks, how important is finding an army that fits your play style to enjoying the game? Are we at a point where you can play pretty much every army? Uh, sorry, pretty much every play style with every army, with a few exceptions, but true to a point, I think, given most factions have a decent variety of units, cop, botan, cop, yep, single my boys out, why don't you? Um, to varying degrees <laughs> of success. Second to this, would you rather be winning more with an army you didn't really vibe with or losing a few but playing something that really felt like the way you want to play 40k? So two parts are really. And there was quite a lot of excitement in the chat about how we would respond to this. So I suggest we all we all have a stab at it. I have a very strong opinion. Start with your very I, strong I opinion then, Lewis. It won't, it won't come. You want Weetabix base. Yes. Then you build from there. <laughs> we start with Weetabix. <laughs> Then you add your Eldari on top. <laughs> then they will go all soft because they're elves. 
I feel nope. sick. <laughs> no, Hick Dead does say in the chat, if I ever meet Snap, Crackle, or Pop, I shall ask them if they stay firm in milk, which I'd appreciate the feedback. That's um, sexual harassment. Don't do that. <laughs> um, but no, in regards to Ultimate Funk's question, um, I am very strongly of the opinion that this is a hobby. We're all supposed to be having a good time here. We should be yes. playing what we like to play, not what is oh, good. Yeah. So um, hopefully... I try and espouse that in what I do when I play, when I go to events and I play with my models, I play what I want in a, in a style that I want to play, regardless of whether it's the most effective way of doing it or not, and try and become, or try and make the best of a, of a faction that I enjoy or a playstyle that I enjoy, even when it might not be the best that, that's out there. Um, yeah. And actually, I think it's possible to do that in, in kind of response to the second point in the question. I think it is possible to win a decent number of games with suboptimal list or suboptimal playstyle if you focus on the fundamentals of the game and how to score those points and how you can exploit certain matchups to your advantage. Yeah, and that is your preference to clarify those. You would that rather is, be doing uh, that than running what is currently hot. Yes, hundred percent. Right? Mm. Absolutely. Okay. Cool. How about the rest of you? Go on, yeah, I'll... be opinionated. I'll take it. Yeah, I think I don't think it's um, I think it's like two two axes that you you plot where you want to be on it. Yeah, um, I agree with that. So I have played armies that I didn't enjoy and done well with them. Um, I took last around this time last year, I played four events over the course of about twelve days, or it was like fourteen days, something daft, um, with the Warrior Leviathan Nid yeah. army because. Yeah. I had built a list that I really enjoyed, realized the concept was flawed, and was like, I have two weeks to get something together. Oh, hey, I have Tyranids, let's do that. And um, that was pretty fucking miserable. Um, (laughs) And, like, if we talk about the team events, so, like, not talking about individual scores, I went three, six, hold on, uh, maths, 15 out of 16. And you know what? I'd have much rather not done that. It was <laughs> such a fucking slog. It was such a miserable list to play. Uh, it was so good, um, but it just wasn't. It wasn't worth it. Um, mm. I would throw another angle into it. I like to play something that takes people by surprise. Mm. Um, not necessarily that I want them to not understand how the list works. I'll explain that to people. But I want people to look at it and go, "Oh shit, that's not the same army that people are running." Um, yeah. So, you know, I'll, I'll throw a bit of spice in a great and clean one or something like that. <laughs> it, it, it has to be something that I think is genuinely good. But, and I'll go like a, a rabbit hole of, I'll dig through and I'll find something that I think is genuinely good and people have missed the utility of. But yeah. um, I will try and put a little bit of spice into all my lists if I can. Is that starting with a faction or a playstyle? Playstyle for me. Um, playstyle. So I, I tend to discount anything that's actively bad because... I, I'm looking at the game competitively, so I don't want to go mm. like I, I could play Death Guard and probably do okay with them, but what's the point? Um, why not take something that's like middle of the <laughs> middle of the road at worst and then yeah. do well with them, or mm. take something that's good, play it in a different way? Like when um, Nids came out, I was playing full Monster Mash while everyone was playing Leviathan Warriors, 
Uh, I had great results with that, and I had a great time playing it. And uh, I also got to feel like a special snowflake despite playing one of the most broken codexes of ninth. So, <laughs> yeah, it's like. A, but guys, I'm not playing Leviathan Warriors. It's it's fine. And then I'm later, not, played I'm Leviathan not Warriors. Them, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it was funny at the time. I was very firmly like, no, this is legitimately way better than Leviathan Warriors. Uh, and then three months later, I was like. Okay, Leviathan Warriors is better. Uh, <laughs> but also they had changed the secondary, so I couldn't play my previous list. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I did have a little bit kind of similar, I guess, on your point about doing something slightly surprising was with the mm. with the double valiant list that I ran mm. in, in ninth edition. In that people kind of knew what a valiant was, knew what it did, but as soon as you put advance and shoot on it, it was like, Oh, okay. <laughs> that is not what I expected. And suddenly yeah. it all goes wrong. And actually I really enjoyed it because I love the models, I thought they're brilliant and just the idea of running around massive flamers excited me but it was a way of turning a certain play style in a way as you say that people don't expect or surprises people or puts people on the back foot in a way that you can you can kind of get around some of the disadvantage of having something that's not top tier yeah. if you can play it in a way that people aren't expecting i i really enjoy seeing those lists as well and as loath as it is for me to say something nice about you um the first steady time... I'm, I'm sitting down yeah, so yeah, i'm yeah. ready for this the first time i was aware of you was uh, newcastle gt last year and we saw your list and i genuinely wanted to pair into you because i was like holy shit this guy's running double valiant what a cool list um i'm, I'm glad that i didn't they say never meet your heroes because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it ruins it <laughs> that was going so well <laughs> yeah i realized i had to reel it back otherwise you might think i like you um, <laughs> Chris and John, you got anything to add to the playstyle and vibe conversation? Off you go, John. So, I I think it's quite interesting that everyone's kind of latched onto a playstyle can be an army as well. So, to me, a good example of that is when Tom first got into the hobby, he went for Death Guard because they were one of the starter armies. He loved how they looked. And then as the game progressed, it became quite clear that they weren't the playstyle that you kind of synergized to. No, although so I people, think, people who know I, th- I love rolling field no pains. Yeah. I do love that, and I shouldn't be allowed them, especially not five at once. Because Death Guard just... might be good if they had to feel no pains. Sorry. Yeah, they would, they'd be very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so it feels kind of important to be aware of that. That sometimes, even if there is a playstyle that is good, mm. and it doesn't necessarily synergize with you how you want to play as well, that actually it can be quite hurt, like harmful to how you enjoy it as well. So I think yeah. that's quite important because although I, I can imagine. In ninth edition, you probably could have done all right at times with your Death Guard, yeah, but you probably I, I would have took, done better with an army that you had a, a feel for, right? And yeah. it's where the kind of the, the, the so, and then kind of I looked at um, sort of the beginning of tenth. I was experimenting like everyone was, trying to do something a bit more less in the obvious way. So I did try the combat thing with like the Lion and Blade Guard, and I went mm. to an RTT, set my expectations like I want to win more than I lose with this, knowing it's probably not going to always have the best matchups, mm. but I think framing it that i had an expectation of where i should be going with it meant that i wasn't then frustrated by it in comparison to say three years ago where i'd go right i'm going to plate this list because this is what i want to take and go to a gt and go i've just got stomped because i had no clue what my army actually was going to be going into stuff so i think as long as you get the expectation of what your that kind of style is going to be and how it's going yeah. to handle the current meta you should be okay and as long as you enjoy that expectation right like because Going to an event and going, I might get 2-1, I might get 1-2. But if I do kind of edge over that, great. It's As long as your expectation is there, I think that's, it's fine, right? Yeah, definitely. How about you, Chris? Yeah, I mean, I've, I think generally my 
my theory is that I don't want to keep expanding my selection of armies. So I have like four or five, which is enough. And then I pick the one that I think is going to be the one that will do well in events, but I will enjoy myself. So I've been playing Eldar in some form for like nearly two years. Um, and I've kind of expanded my collection on that. Yeah, I did experience so when I, cause I just started collecting Admech, then their book came out and they were obviously broken in ninth. And that was an interesting one because convenient. <laughs> just read the meta, mate. Um, what what did you decide to start playing in tenth? What was that one? Well, I, I carried on playing the L's. I've been playing. For years carried on playing. Yeah, that was... he, he, he had at least fifteen Eldar models before that. Definitely not trying to rewrite history to make everyone forget that I also <laughs> was on the Eldar train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's all right, Chris, because you didn't you didn't go to a fun event with your. It's, it's worth saying actually, this question wasn't actually coming at us over strength of armies. It was much more interested in in playstyle, and, and it was obviously there is there is a success element to the question, but I think it's mostly about. Yeah, playing things you enjoy that are good versus suffering through things you don't enjoy that are a bit better rather than, yeah. That's why I'm not playing Orcs at the moment. I don't want to play bodies. No, you carry on, Chris. We've jumped all over you. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is when I was playing the Admech was that um, I didn't particularly enjoy the style. Um, like, kind of, it was a... It's a bit like you pick your target, you obliterate it, and that's not where I get my enjoyment from. When I started playing the Harlequins... Um, although some people played them in this, move this block of gunboats, annihilate something, move it over there, annihilate something. I was very much kind of like, that's I like the more it. janky style of stuff. Um, and yeah, that's kind of, that's the style I like. Um, I've, even when I used to play my custodies, I quite liked the idea of I was gradually getting table, but I was trying to hold on for the win and that sort of stuff. So yeah, I think definitely for me, it's, it is that play style, but what faction can enable me to compete the best um, with that, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's a bit of a distinction as well to be made in the sort of the sorts of environments you're playing in, right? Like I really enjoy knocking around with stupid things um, when I'm playing more casually. I really enjoy things like Crusade. I like taking stupid things. My Night Lords famously never won a Crusade game because a Night Lords <laughs> Crusade was not very good, but I still really enjoyed running it around and watching my Chaos Lord manage to always, always lose his duels and get killed every single time. Um, to quite a remarkable effect. So, but I think at events it gets a bit more complicated, and the longer you play it, the more complicated it gets. Um, there's different styles that appeal at different times. I think we all change in and out of styles. I was, I've been playing a lot of fast, hard-hitting glass cannon armies for a long time. I'm not really running that at the moment, um, and that's been quite nice to change it up. I haven't played that sort of army much in a while in recent times, just because it's nice to test doing things in a different way and see what you see what you're capable of when you're playing things in a slightly different way as well. Um, I think for me, the one I remember when like I was deeply, deeply fed up with the army by the end was GSC, where it's like GSC were one of those armies. I started collecting GSC because I love things like Aberrant and Gene Steelers and Melee and, and weird little characters. Um, and the way that eventually it turned out GSC were played in order to sort of hang at the top level was very joyless, like sluggy, stat-checky, horny type list. I didn't enjoy that much, but I did enjoy that it gave me access to one thing I always like to have, which is I don't necessarily, I don't really enjoy playing the best armies, but I like to be able to beat them. So having an army that's capable of that um, for, a, for a competitive event, that appeals to me. And I do, whether I like it or not, a part of me would be frustrated going into any event, knowing I have literally no answer to multiple top armies, right? I don't enjoy that. Um, I can make peace with it for a more casual event, and I've done that plenty. I've taken worse things to more casual events and really enjoyed it, but I've already decided going in, you know you're losing a game in this event, exactly. possibly, or you're losing two events, and you make your peace with that. 
um, and you get to take the tantalus out for the day, and it's it's lovely, and that can be that can be really yeah, nice. you did. So it's, it's very it's very context specific. I think as a I don't know like what your actual playstyle is takes a long time to figure out. So I, I always think it's worth trying different things um, and figuring that out. And also the the way armies play changes so radically between editions. Uh, take Drakari as a case in point. Fuck all of the skills I've developed playing Drakari are relevant right now because it's it's a, it's it's gone right back to a very different focus in how the army plays at the moment. It doesn't do the same set of things. Um, so actually, sometimes being consistent with your playstyle means looking in other directions and going finding other things. And so if you if you want to play Ninth Edition Drakari, go and play Chaos Space Marines would be my advice. That's that's where you can get that sugary high right now. So yeah, so it was an interesting question. I thought very very thought provoking. Um, There's been some smack talk in the chat. Oh, what's happened? What have they done now? So Ed Mechanicus asks, how much would he have to super chat? I assume because he's going to give that money to us immediately for you to become a Death Guard main. And the crucial smack talk is it might actually up your stats. <laughs> he wants to be careful. He's going to be, uh, you know, go to bed one night and I'll be there in the <laughs> comments. Very, very good. <laughs> um, and uh, Sam has an excellent suggestion for a new orc model that should be released, and that's a squig on stilts. Yeah, which I quite like. That was quite funny. Ooh. And also, he's calling you out, Tom. He says, and this is written in orc. I don't speak orc, so I'm just going to speak it in English. Wag, squigs gonna chomp and crump them six plus plus gits with a Z. It. I can believe it. It is, it's it's forty k a strong team. It'll be a good game. I'm excited for it. I think it'll be really fun. Yeah. Um. So we will look forward to that. And I think we only have one question left, which is from Sindri. Instead yeah. of an amazing range refresh or update, your favorite upcoming codex is only going to get one kit. If it could be anything, what would you hope it to be? And then the hard mode version of the question is that it has to have stilts. <laughs> No, no, no. Uh, the hard mode of the question is, what the fuck's my favourite upcoming codex? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, right. no. What do I Let's like? Let's assume you can pick any army. and they, Imagine they've got a book coming. What would, if, you, if you're getting one unit, what would you want? I, think I don't even know which armies I'd like. New Fugan for Eldar. Yeah, New Fugan would be cool. Oh, just all cool. new aspect. I know the new striking scorpions are really, really cool. But just all of the aspect warriors that are left. That's not really in the in the spirit of this question. No, sorry, I, I was um, I was riffing off Chris there. I would love to, I'd moment. love them to release a new a new kind of Aspect Warrior that is on stilts. That would be <laughs> like the least Eldar thing in the entire world. <laughs> How about you, John? I think for me it would be a new Big Mac, but a combat okay. Big Mac on stilts. Mm. So there maybe even. <sighs> It's called the Big Mech and Megarama. Yeah, no, like, no, I think he's thinking bigger than that. But that, oh. that that Big Mech is the size of a tactical marine, and he really poses like mech. this. He's just like he's just like hello. I'm I'm very I'm happy to see. You. So having something kind of a bit epic, maybe having like a grot gunner on him, maybe some sort of extra You're thinking arms. About it from a model perspective. Yeah, it's just something cool, and maybe having so that the legs do extend, so you can maybe go like do a like a super boost thing where he goes an extra six inches when he advances, where he's, his legs stretch. He goes like go go gadget legs or whatever. That'd be fun, right? <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, uh, I think Votan, I'd like something that's like uh, it's got to sit exactly size wise in between an Invicta warsuit and a Paragon warsuit. 
and like angry dwarf punchy little mech thing with like big axes and shit. I think that'd be fun. I can picture it with like runic plated armor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd be I'd be all over that. That would be awesome. The Necromunda range has something perfect for that. Yeah, they are teasing me a lot of stuff right now. Uh, it gives me it gives me hope. But um, if, if Votan get only one unit in the next release, I'm going to fucking throw them all in the bin. No, oh worried. no! Oh, tell, oh, me tell me which bin! Tell me which bin! Oh, if I only get one model! Oh no! Uh, but, you know, it, 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 it needs that second splash, I think. It definitely does to have a bit more all-round flavour. Definitely not rumoured to be getting a big second wave. Yeah, it's no, not like there's jump like, packs or something yeah. coming, right? Like yeah. jump packs would just like out of blue, has, right? You feel yeah. like it has to. It has to. Uh, don't, don't worry about it. Um, I think I've got it. I think it's the thing that would make me want to play Tau in 10th edition. Um, some sort of combat Tau warsuit. Combat Tau. Yeah. Crisis yeah. suits, well, I'm just going right? to go down Tau road as well. Like but a different suit, to you. But, yeah. A Farsight Honor Guard with blades would be sick. Yeah. Stealth like suits gun, with blades? One gun, one melee weapon. Go fast. Yeah. Chippy choppy. Yeah. Yeah, I'd quite like to see the Tau a redesign of the Devilfish Hammerhead Skyray chassis, make it a bit kind of because some of the new Tau models look really dynamic, some of the new battle suits mm. things like that really, really dynamic, but the the tanks still look quite boxy. But I think in reality they probably would be a bit sleeker and a bit more dynamic looking, mm. slightly less chunky. So I'd quite like to see a little bit of redesign of some of the vehicles to kind of bring them up to date. They could model it with like almost modular bits that that move, and instead yeah. of having like a, a solid chassis, have it so that it's uh, moving as you turn and yeah, yeah, flowing. That'd be really cool. Give like, me a job, Games Workshop. I'll, I'll sit in a room and just tell you like I'll I'll throw words. Conceptual design. Watching them trying to give the hammerhead a, a profile or gun to make it more scary than it's already been in recent times. I don't know what that would, that would be. Good. Awesome. Um, I think that's us done. Thank you very much for listening in. We're all very excited for Saffron Slam Teams. We will see you there. Come and say hello. Come and trash talk us. We relish it. We welcome it. Um, and we're looking forward to having a thoroughly bang average time playing against all of you on the weekend. See you then. Bye-bye.